0: Welcome to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast, where we talk about how you and your organization can take your next step in your leadership journey. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast, where we believe your church can grow. Your church should grow. And your personal growth as a leader really does make a difference. I'm here as always with my co-host Logan. Logan, how's it going?
1: Very well. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing
0: good. I'm I'm thinking about missed opportunities. You know, me and you and Ed were riding down the road the other day, and I still can't get that crispy cream hot now sign out of my mind you know what's
1: funny i passed it this morning and it was on and i almost almost bought you guys donuts oh my
0: gosh well keyword almost well well, you know what i almost gave you a raise so (laughs) there we go (laughs) anyway um summer's summer's coming logan and you know what that means
1: uh summer vacation in our offices hey hey
0: no no summer vacation no no vacation at all no ever none um, no for church leaders it means a couple things it means a decrease in attendance and a decrease a potential di- decrease in giving but there's awesome news there's ways to battle both with success and today we're going to focus on the giving aspect
1: I feel like you're highly regarded when it comes to this topic so I'm curious as to what you think the first step is well there's
0: I, there's five steps and 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 this what's awesome about this is is every church and every church leader can do this. This is not something that only certain churches with certain budgets can do. I mean, this can be done across the board, whether you have 70 people or 70,000 people um, in your church. So here we go, here we go. The, The first step is... Avoid the drive-by guilting.
1: Unpack that for me. What is drive-by guilting? Well, it's
0: when the pastor gets on stage and tries to motivate by guilt. Like the pastor will get on stage and go, you know, we don't have enough volunteers in the kids' area. And if we don't volunteer in the kids' area, all the kids are going to go to hell. And how many of y'all want to go? The kids go to hell. All right, well, go sign up for volunteer. And so everybody goes and signs up to volunteer. And it's the same thing. Um, with giving, we'll be like, okay, well, you're going on vacation. Don't take your tithe check to Mickey Mouse. Don't take your tithe check with you on vacation. I actually said this before. So that I means that I know this because I was dumb enough to say it. Or this is my favorite. It's when people buy cars, like, hey, are you driving your tithe? And, you know, that might be a great question, but I don't think it's ever compelled anyone to begin giving. Um, it, it's, it's a, it's a drive by guilting. And remember this about guilt. When it comes to guilt, You get incredible short-term results, but long-term ruin.
1: I like that. Drive-by guilt. Yep, drive-by guilting.
0: Can't be doing it. Can't be doing the drive-by guilting.
1: Well, what is the second step?
0: Um, The second step uh, in regards to what you can do is online services. Online services. And our world is so different now than it was 20 or 30 years ago. 20, 30, even 10 years ago, people would go on vacation from their church and they'd be completely disconnected from their church. But now if your church has an online service, you can tell your people, Hey, I know you're going to go on vacation this year, but while you're on vacation, make sure if you can to watch us as a family, our service times are this and this, and invite your people to actually watch online. Now, even if you don't have an online service, if you have somebody with with like a phone you can run facebook live through the phone and at least get something going that way but the beauty about this is the beauty about an online service is if you get your people involved in services online even when they're out of town they still feel connected to your church one of the main reasons that people will stop giving in the summer is they stop feeling connected But if you tell people about your online services in April, May, and even during June, and then during the messages, you actually speak to the people and say, I want to say hello to everybody who's watching online right now. It pulls them in, and greater connection, once again, means they're less likely to stop giving.
1: But why does online attendance help with that giving?
0: Well, because, once again, they're at least putting their eyes on, maybe they don't watch the whole time. Maybe they just watch the message or maybe they watch some music. But once again, the key word, the key word, the key word is connection.
1: Okay. So no drive by guilting, encourage people to watch online. What's that third step?
0: The third step is a strategic email campaign.
1: So two questions to that. Mm -hmm. What is that? And why does it help with giving?
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, is really great question. This is way more than just a random email to your people going, Hey, love you guys. Give us some money that (laughs) don't send that email. It's not going to work. Um, I I'm talking about a well-designed email and the email that, uh, I use at the growth company and at second chance church right now, the system we're using is MailChimp, but there's all kinds of different systems out there and you can design this, this, um, email. Let me give you an example one. Let's say you're going to get an email, and you put a picture up of somebody, or you put a picture up of a couple, or you put a picture up of a family and say, you know, this is Jim, or this is Linda. Um, And last week, somebody invited her to our church, and she met Christ. Or it's a picture of her getting baptized. Say, hey, this is Linda. She met Christ two weeks ago, and she got baptized last week, and we're just celebrating the 17 others like Linda that got baptized or whatever. You think of something. Always, though, put a picture with it. Always put a picture with it because a picture is not worth a thousand words. A picture's worth like a million words. It really, really, really matters. And a short story. When I say short story, underneath that picture, two or three sentences, um, not two or three pages, just two or three sentences so people can see with their own eyes that lives are being changed. Also in this email, you say, hey, um, want to let you know our next series is this, or our next activity is this. Um, you say a, a thank you to people who, hey, for those of you that, that serve in our church, just want to say thank you. For those of you that pray for our church, I want to say thank you. And for those of you that give so faithfully to our church, I want to say thank you. And at the bottom of the page, put a give now or donate now button, whatever language you can kind of wrestle with that in your leadership team, whatever language you want to use, you put that button at the bottom. And just a side note, side note here to go along with, this is like a, a cousin of the email campaign, Campaign blah, 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 blah. Um, weekly social media celebrations are huge as far as reminding people of the of the work that the Lord is doing in your church.
1: Yeah, that that really is. I love love social media as a millennial. Love social media. <laughs> so, what's the fourth step?
0: The fourth step is to try to get as many people as possible to give online. And and Logan just mentioned millennials. Logan, how much financial activity do you do online? Like,
1: I would say if I'm not buying gas for my car, it's pretty much all online.
0: Okay, so online.
1: Shopping.
0: Shopping, auto drafts, mm-hmm. um, tithing, all that stuff. And here's reality. Here's reality. The younger a person is, the more likely they're to give online. And, and I would say as a pastor, church leader, to try to, um, to try to get as many people to give online as possible. Just encourage your people to give online. And, and some people are like, well, I don't know about online giving. Well, if they don't know about online giving but they have an Amazon account, they might be a hypocrite. Um, by the way, I read a, st- a stat the other day. There are more people in America with an Amazon Prime account than attend church.
1: Wow, is that
0: not amazing? Wow. So yeah, and, 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 I, and I didn't read it on the internet. I read it in a book that I'm reading right now. But <laughs> um, and so people are people are giving online to like Amazon or Nike or whatever. And so you just encourage them to begin to give online because if they're giving online, they're less likely to miss their giving during the summer. And one of the things I did one time, I remember being so nervous about this, is I preached a message on giving and we hadn't taken the offering yet. And everybody was like, oh, okay, he's going to preach this message on giving. Then we're going to take an offering and you know, he's going to take all my cash or whatever. Um, and I didn't do that. I just said, hey, at the end of the message, for those of you that think that I was going to preach the message and then take the offering, um, I am, but not in the way you thought I was going to do it. I want you, if you're serious about becoming a giver at this church, to go home and start giving online. And we didn't take an offering. And I was <laughs> really nervous. Um, the guy over finances, uh, I don't think he slept at all. Um, but we saw our online giving go from about 30% to about 70% in the next two weeks. And our offering for that weekend was actually up about 15% week over week average. And so at the end of the day, that, it's just a thought. It's an idea. It, it worked for us.
1: So, we've covered the first four steps, but you are a pastor, and if I know pastors, they work in threes or fives, so I know there's a fifth step coming. There is. A what miss- is that fifth and final step?
0: The fifth step is to plan strategically in the message uh, about three times over the summer um, to say thank you to people that give.
1: Yeah, that's huge. Can you give an example of how to do that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in a message when you're preaching, um, and let's, say, let, let's just say you're preaching a message Um, about how the people were bringing the little children to Jesus and you pause right there and you say by the way I want to say thank you to those who give in our church because you give we have environments that can be created where children can literally be brought to Jesus every week and then just ask the question how much of a difference could have been made in our lives if we would have had an environment like that. So thank you so much for the way you give. Because you give, we're able to create environments for our kids. So hopefully they're going to grow up in a world where they're less likely to make the same um, dumb decisions that some of us made.
1: But wouldn't some pastors feel weird you know, about saying thank you, especially from a stage? Yeah,
0: and I thought about that. I, I felt weird for the longest time. But at the end of the day, we thank people who sing well. We thank people who serve well. Why not thank people who give well?
1: That's, I mean, valid point. I can't really argue that. What else you got for Pastor Pete? That's why P? this is my podcast, I know. Logan, I know you I got something hiding. I know. You got something in your, like, mental reserves right now. I know you're just dying to say something else. Not,
0: well, I, I am dying to say something else. I, I really, one of the things I believe is that the church should be the greatest resourced organization on the planet. And one of the things that we talk about this from time to time, we, we love to do here at the Growth Company, is create resources that really help the church. And we put together a, a curriculum um, on our Growth Company website called Building a Generous Culture. And there's a difference. There's a difference between taking a big offering and building a generous culture. At the end of the day, I'll take the generous culture over the big offering and eight days a week. And so in this, in this curriculum, we put together a strategy for beginning to grow your budget immediately. I mean, there's some things you can do to see some immediate returns. Um, we put together, um, there's a whole strategy on how to build a generous culture in your church long-term, not just week to week, but long-term, um there's resources to help you succeed in your preaching and communication about giving. I talk about the five fears associated with preaching on giving, how to overcome them. Um and there's two offering prep ideas that can be put to immediate use. And and let me just say this. Let me just say this. This this stuff that we came up with and these these videos that comes with a downloadable PDF, um all of this stuff is not theory. It's stuff that I've actually done. And we saw a budget go from $48,000 a year to $63 million a year using this same material um, that, that I'm teaching. And I'm not saying you'll have a $63 million budget, but I'm saying there is a way to build a generous culture in your church. And... If we have more money, I believe we can do more ministry. So if you're interested, if you're interested, you all you got to do is go to IWantMyChurchToGrow.com. to Grow.com. I want my church to grow.com, click on resources and then building a generous culture. And listen, because I'm feeling generous, if you will put in the code GIVE G-I-V-E when you check out, um, it's gonna take 50 bucks off the product. So it goes from 149 to To ninety nine dollars. Those are that's for our podcast listeners, and it's through May the eighteenth. So if you're listening to this on May the nineteenth, because it's going to go through May eighteenth. Once again, when you check out, put the code give G I V E, and that will knock fifty dollars off the price. So there you go. That's it. Thanks for listening to the Pear Noble Leadership Podcast, where we believe your church can grow, your church should grow, and your personal growth as a leader. Really does make a difference. Thank you for listening to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. We hope you had a blast spending time with us. For more thoughts on leadership, visit Perry's blog at perrynoble.com.